1: Even hardened genre fans will find themselves whimpering at each new revelation. Publishers Weekly. The Infected Trilogy is an unabridged three-season audio fiction series from number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler. Infected is a marvel of gonzo in-your-face up-to-the-minute terror. Lincoln Child, New York Times bestselling author of Relic and the Pendergrass series. 88 episodes, 53 hours of horror are free and available now wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Welcome back, schemers, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Alice acquires some Elven firepower, Rael suggests an explosive course of action, and Zoltana acquires a Phoenix sorceress. Now that they have preliminary plans to take down Dravos and rescue Odette, the group take a stroll through the town to acquire the necessary items they need, with an RC, a new bag, cloaks of protection, and two mercenaries. They take off towards Elkin Marsh. Can they make it to the marsh without incident? Will they be able to meet up with Benno? And what will Taylor try to do to save her father? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to The Lucky Die. we left you guys you were making your way towards Elkin Marsh towards Dravos and his cohorts and you were in an RC in your RC there (laughs) is a slightly a very inebriated human sorceress and a very well bundled up uh, earth dark gnome and yeah we find you guys the sun uh, you've been travelling hard for about a day Um, the sun is beginning to set um end of day towards the end of day one, you think of like a five or a six day journey. Um the scenery, the surrounding area, none of you have seen any any of the ever-present threats. You haven't seen any celestials or any demons walking around. They seem to have gone through unscathed. The area itself is mostly fields of wheat or, you know, other sort of farmstead buildings. You see a couple of like, you know, um, A couple of homes, a couple of farms here and there. You pass through a very small little village, a little crossroads. But you know where you're headed? You're headed towards that big mountain range where you believe the marsh itself is located underneath. It's fairly pleasant. Sun's beginning to set. What do you guys want to do?
3: Um, Are we in the marsh or are we still in like open?
2: You're still in open area. You haven't hit the marsh yet.
3: Okay. We should probably find some way that we can set up a more defensible... uh... Camp, the better suited we can find it, the easier it'll be for us throughout the night. We do have others though, so we can actually have a longer rest between watches.
2: Um I can't see at night.
3: No. That's fair. You do have fire though, so at least you can see with that, I suppose.
2: I can keep us all very warm, but I I, I can't see in the dark. That's my fair. my friend here, and she puts her arm around uh White Needle. He can see the dark. He's very good at dark. And he's like, well being that I come from underground, yeah.
3: You're friends now?
2: Yeah. Of course. I mean, we're both mercenaries. We got to stick together as in employees, um, you know, make sure the the man doesn't um take advantage of us. And you can see the <laughs> <laughs> you can see Homer slash White Needle looking a little bit like she's a little too close for comfort, but
4: he, he's smiling along, going with it. Hey, balance. Yes, you're the man.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm not going to address that right now. Um, are there any? I don't know. Like, what? What's the the. F- What's around us? What sort of How much further would we have to go? <laughs> Aren't we nearly there, It says Rah from the back of the cart. <laughs> <laughs> How much further? Well we're all camping. We're not we're not going anywhere now.
2: Um mostly they're just essentially rolling farmlands um around you. There isn't really any any woods, there isn't really any trees. There is some like far, far off in the distance, but the time it would take you to get there would be it'll be pretty dark by the time you hit the edge of this like little little tiny cops of trees ahead, but it's nothing even really Anything worth a damn. It's essentially just fields. Um, there's a couple of uh, like, if you, for example, let's say you look over to your left of the road, um, you can see there's a little farm building, um, and you can see behind it that there is a there's a small like hill uh, hilly area. Um, if you wanted to get yourself off the roads and bedded down somewhere slightly more secure, probably behind that would be best. Or of course, go raid the farm. I mean, yeah. Or there's a wheat field to your right, and you could just hide in the wheat. Stop making crop circles.
1: We have a big cart, though.
3: You can hide
4: cart and wheat.
3: Well, it would stick out a bit. Um, Perhaps we should uh, pull off behind that hill over there. It might be best for us to stay out of sight from the roads. Okay. Rol, you're the one leading the animals, so. Am I? (laughs) You are. You are are the highest animal handling person in the group. Sans (laughs) Druid, who we don't know.
1: Okay, I was gonna say <laughs> we have a druid.
4: <laughs> just assuming the um, druid has high animal handling.
2: Well, we'll know know that the uh, the sun's going down. I could always take over from here. It's just I don't want to be out in the sun because you know my complexion. And he puts his arm out and yeah, you you've seen what's happened to uh to under to earth uh, dark creatures left out in the sun.
3: Yeah. Well, let's pull off behind that hill there. Then we can set up camp. Um. Thinking about it, it might be best if we actually don't have a fire, just to avoid detection by anyone. Well, you've got the the
2: stove in the the the, the cart. All
3: right, we'll just have to use that for warmth.
2: A jacuzzi. <laughs> I could I could make a bad jacuzzi. I could summon some water around you, and 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 maybe we could summon some sort of thing that makes gas that that could. No, we're not doing that, Neil. <laughs> this, is a, this is a hearty no.
4: <laughs> oh, but it, it would be so good for Rawl. Like, he could really use the relaxation
2: that comes from jacuzziing. We'll, we'll get you some hot springs one day. Um, so your earthdock companion uh, takes over the reins and gets the horses off the track. Takes you round via the farm. You can see there's a there's a light on in the farmstead. You can't see anybody working in the fields or outside. You can see a couple of, like small animals running around, like chickens and and ducks and stuff. Uh, there's little little dew pond around the back. Um, Pass this by. There's a little uh, smoke coming out. Make your way behind the hills. Um, on the other side of the hills, the the train is a little bit more bumpy than would be ideal, but it's not terrible. And you also have the cart. Um, you're not enclosed per se, but you definitely can't see the road from where you are. Um yeah, that's it seems like a good ish bot. It's not ideal, but it'll do the job. Okay. Um Are you guys gonna settle down inside the cart?
3: Um
2: uh, are you setting up a a watch?
3: We have five people in total.
2: It was generous to have three people sleeping in here.
3: Well, balance only really needs to do the whole meditating thing for four hours. Well, I'll leave it up to the group then. Um, If it's easier, I can meditate first or I can meditate last. It'll make it easier. I can cover essentially two watches.
2: Well, being that I prefer the dark and I'm more awake, I can take a big portion of it.
3: That's fair. I would like to be able to speak with you and Jens as well. Uh, Figure it might be a good idea if I get a full read of what it is you all are capable of.
2: I feel like interviewing us after.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm not interviewing so much as I got to watch the both of you in the arena. So I got a read in that case, but that doesn't show off a person's skills in their entirety. Combat and extraction are two very different things.
2: That be very true. Well, I rotate the first watch. How long how long do you guys you normally do your watches for?
3: About nine hours, ten hours, depending on the luxury of how long the rest lasts before we get interrupted. <laughs> Wouldn't it be the first well, time.
2: Well, I, I, I tell you what. I take, uh, I'll take the darkest part of the night, and I'll, uh, well, I'm awake now, so I take this part in the middle part. Someone just gotta cover the last.
3: I'll take the last then. So I'll meditate, and then uh, somewhere in between, we will talk. Sure. Zoltana, you can see, so you can really take any of the watches. Uh, Raul, you're a little bit. <laughs> harder in this situation for that. You and Jens. Um,
4: well, I need my eight hours of hmm. beauty sleep. So, I'll take a watch but I ain't taking one than one.
2: Well, only one of you's got to take your watch.
4: So, like of the three of us? Or or of the other, wait. Hold
1: yeah, because dude's taking most of the watch.
4: Yeah, you're t- if you, with between you and balance, is it not all covered?
1: There's a small gap where we
3: should probably have coverage.
4: Then I'll do it. Also, I'm not going to sleep in the cot so that the rest of yous can sleep in the cot.
1: That's fair.
2: I will sleep against Karuna.
1: I sleep whatever. I just need
3: somewhere to sit.
2: You can, you could, you could sleep under the cot. So if it, it rains, then you, you don't have any um water when you... Nah, she, she points at her giant wolf. If if you want to sleep in here, then that's... We'll, we'll manage. You'll be like a like, like a sleepover. We just have to get really comfy.
4: No, I'm... For five uh, days. I'm good out here with my
2: wolf. <laughs> and not near the flailing drunk woman. That is an excellent point. I think I should be insulted in by, but I... it's I I, <sighs> Truth hurts, baby. Um... Okay, so White Needle Homer is going to take most of the watch. Um, so you guys are pretty much free to kind of do what you want for the next eight-ish hours. You need to sleep slash meditate, but you have some downtime, so to speak. Zoltana, is there anything you wish to do?
4: Uh, what does Zoltana want to do? She wants to sleep and hopefully meet up with her wife in her dreams and maybe find out more information.
2: Aww. Okay. I I okay, I will do the dreamy part when it comes to it. Yeah.
4: I'm not expecting that it part. will actually happen that way. I'm just this is Zoltana's yeah, uh, like, usually when I sleep, I, I get to see not usually, but sometimes when I sleep, I get to see my wife. Yeah. And uh
3: Here's Zoltana. It's cute. Yeah. Would you be alright if we tried doing that dream thing that we'd tried doing a while back?
4: Remind me. Casey remembers Zoltana.
3: Maybe not so much.
4: <laughs> maybe, <laughs> not, so, yeah.
3: <laughs> well, just when you go to sleep, I will try to join you in your dreams if possible and see if there's any information that I can glean. Yeah. And if Sandman shows up, then maybe I can help. Maybe. I'm not entirely sure.
2: Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Uh, when we come to sleepy sleep part of the, the night, then we'll we'll deal with that. Okay. Right. Um,
3: and being that it takes a little while to get to that REM sleep point, that leaves me with time where I can talk to our new buddies.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say like you guys are just like basically hanging out for the time being. Uh, just like, uh, you know, you've, Made a little little fire. You've made some food. Um, there's not much smoke out of it because, you know, you're not done. Um, and also the forest officer seems to know what she's doing with fire, drunk as she may be. Um, it's not that she treats fire with reverence, not that she's respectful or careful around it. It just is controlled around her. Um and you know, she pulls back her her her, uh, her fur lined hood and she just she's, you know, cooking up a storm. Um what else can I say you about your companions? White Needle seems to be very good at patrolling. He knows this stuff, he knows his, he seems to be a guy who's very sure of himself. Despite his reduced stature and the hobbling around on the on the kind of like walking stick that he has, his staff, he seems very happy, he seems looking around and he seems jovial and happy enough. Um Towards the later part of the evening, when people are actually considering going to sleep, going to bed, um, Jens just sits down on a, on a thing nearby and she pulls some things out of her bag. You hear the clinking of the bottles that she stole from the bar earlier. Um, she pops the cap on one and begins to drink and begins to read a book. Um, there you go.
3: Balance will start with Jens first so that she can actually get to sleep. Cool.
2: Uh, she's intently reading a book. Yeah, that's about it really.
3: Um, Jens, if you don't mind, uh, I'm sure you'll want to go to sleep at some point soon. So, we saw your explosive fire abilities in the arena. Hmm. Um. What other abilities do you possess? What is the extent of your your skill set?
2: She puts her hand closed in front of her and lifts her thumb, and you see a very small uh, flame erupts on the tip of her thumb. And she just like yawns over it and you see uh, a plume of fire not directed at you just sort of like out into the night. It kind of lights everything up in a in a big area. And she's like, and I can I can do ice and I can. interesting fact.
3: I like interesting. Facts. i
2: can I can control some elements. I have ice and fire and lightning. And I can wrap reality in such a way that I can move from one place to another place very far away. But that takes some doing. It's not easy. And I've spent lifetimes trying to figure this out. So, yeah.
3: You're speaking of teleportation?
2: Yes and no. How do you mean? Mostly yes. Well, I, I, I can't like grab your hand and, and teleport you anywhere whenever I like. I I have to put down a, a circle and and do a thing, and I'm working on this cool thing that I mastered last time and I haven't tried it this time, is where I can shift from this plane of ex you know about the planes of existence, right?
3: In detail
2: sweet. And I can, I, I can, I can, I can. I've tried bouncing between those. I mastered it before. I don't know if I can this time. And at some point soon, I'm going to spread my wings and I'm going to fly. Provided we don't die first, of course. And then I don't know if it'll be me that does it or like a different version of me or.
3: Ugh, I matter. would certainly hope that none of us perish. It sounds like. We may have more work for you after this is over, if you're up to it. What kind of work? Your ability of plane shifting could be of use, and teleporting can also be of great use to us, as you can see. I am
2: not a horse. No, 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 no. I am not. I'm a. I'm a. I'm. 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 Human. Kind of.
3: I am aware. I do not mean to say in such a way that that comes off that way. I mean to say that I would consider keeping you on our payroll and adding you to our team.
2: That will be a hard have to ask me when I'm way more sober because... I, I am not sober this time around. I mean, if if I die the next time around, I'm going to be something else. So maybe I'll be sober in that life. You can get that one. But this one I've dedicated to drinking and and fucking and fighting.
3: I can make you sober right now if you'd like.
2: If I would definitely prefer you don't do that because I am <laughs> I'm riding a great buzz right now. <laughs> Fair.
3: All right. Well, that is good to know.
2: Other than that, I... I have a wealth of knowledge from, I have a wealth of knowledge and I can send messages and read like a half a dozen languages. Very helpful. Yeah, I used to be a scholar. one. Well, not anymore. <laughs> now I'm just a wasted.
3: Were you part of the witches' Society?
2: Oh, gods, gods, no, no, <laughs> no.
3: Hmm. All right. Well, I appreciate the information. I think... Uh, think things will go much smoother with you on the team. I appreciate it. For
2: 750 gold it's worth it. And she's smiling broadly at you.
3: Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, I could have sworn I said no such thing, in fact. <laughs> Your companions, and she points at Ral
2: and Zoltana, they said a number and I'm I'm so sure they they said it was 700 okay they said it was 75 gold I, I can't I'm too drunk to lie properly
3: and I don't think that lying to me is a very uh, fruitful endeavor I take care of my friends though don't worry friends are important they are I wouldn't be here without them
2: none of no no one would you should you should tell your friends that because because it's all we have. Don't let assumption make make you you know not tell people that you care because they might not know. And if like you died to tomorrow, you you can't pop back up and be like, hey, I I care. It's, life for you is fle- fleeting.
3: So well, that's uh well, thank you for your insights. Um, Drunk insights, best insights. I'm finding that they can be at times. Yep. Balance I'm is uh, going to give her like a pat re- on the shoulder and go out to talk with Homer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, she goes back to her reading. Um, Homer's just wandering around. um. He sees you approach and just like waves cheerily at you. He seems much happier, much ironically brighter in the (laughs) dark. Um, He's just hobbling along.
3: Well, you seem rather cheery.
2: Well, I don't think that Zoltana is actually going to be breaking my bones anytime soon. So I think I've had the worst from her.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, Zoltana's uh, very good at what she does, but she doesn't do it without reason.
2: So what can I be doing for you then, young master? Is well, it balance? so
3: yes, balance. I got a read from Jen's on uh, her skill sets, and I just want to make sure that I can formulate a proper plan for this based on what your skill set is.
2: Right. Well, as you can see, I'm a druid. I'm pretty good with animals. I'm pretty good with some plant life. I. I can shapeshift, shift. Not that I really got a chance to when I was fighting Zoltan this <laughs> year. Kind of knocked me out of the park in a very literal sense. Um, no, I I can I can change into things. I can be a giant spider, or I can be. Yes, I put giant spider just to talk to myself. Hmm. I can be a giant spider, or I can be a rat. I've also been a giant eagle at one point too.
3: Are you one of those druids that is capable of becoming an elemental?
2: No, that's that's not really something I'm particularly interested in. I'm more about natural nature, not you know, uh, more
3: spellcasting focused.
2: I I, I mean, I, I can I can I can do a spell or two, but I kind of I much prefer being out in nature as as. I mean, it's a little difficult most of the creatures I know being night creatures, but It'll be nice one day if I can find a way of protecting myself from the sun.
3: How often are you able to shapeshift?
2: I can do it fairly easily, she says. Um, I can do it for eight hours, seven
3: hours. It's a long ass time. Holy fuck. Yeah. I think it's two uses?
2: Yep. So basically, 14 hours a day plus eight hours sleeping. I, I can do it for very long stretches of time, a couple of uses a day, or a of uses only. Better, better cup, better sleep, cup of tea.
1: Understood. What allows them to do it for long periods of time? I think normally it's only like an hour or two at most.
3: It's wisdom modifier and their level, or half their level, or something like that. Is it really? Yeah. yeah something like that. Oh,
2: you've got seven, seven hours per shapeshift, per short rest.
1: I'm not part of the conversation. Nope. <laughs> I was. I was. That well, was no, you, to
2: be fair, you can you can hear balance talking to these people. Like, oh, can they're I? They're not.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: We're not. We're not anywhere near like out of range of the cart. No. Nah, I was assuming we're also not paying attention. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I've been known to throw, throw around a couple of, couple of healing spells every now and then, and you know, mess with people a little bit.
3: Ah, now that's my specialty. Your impediment in daylight. A. Does that only extend to being outdoors in the daylight? Oh I I can
2: I can spend a uh, as long as I'm you know covered from the sun.
3: As far as I understand it, I think we're going to be entering caves within the mountains near Elkin Marsh. So that may work to your advantage as well then. <laughs>
2: Uh, depending on how far down we go my knowledge of the uh, the earth that might be helpful to you too
3: that is a fair point I hadn't
2: considered how, uh, how far down have you all been?
3: well um, there was the case where we went into the haunted mines that were near uh, Dalry um, we had to delve into that and went very far down
1: Uh, to the detriment of someone. (coughs) Raul. Raul, as you recall, all these Raul's just having PTSD
3: flash. (laughs) (laughs) Raul's like in his sleep going, Caden, no,
2: Caden. No, no, you guys, I'm going to say you guys are awake, just like (laughs) fairly early in the evening. Um, (laughs) Let me have my treat. (laughs) No. Uh, It's funny. (laughs) Just like (laughs) moving his legs. like Raul's kicking in his sleep. Oh, he's dreaming.
0: (laughs) Sorry, Ra.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, so we well, went down there. We have been in the fourfold uh, in Falsum, which doesn't technically count, I guess.
2: No, I, I'm probably going to say you're probably a little bit of a newbie down there. So I, I'll keep an eye on you.
3: Put it this way. Our last experience down there was not a pleasant one. So I will be relying on you for that. Well, consider consider myself your guide. Pre- Maybe you actually have some knowledge on... When we were in that mine, there were eggs that we came across that hatched these weird creatures that would latch onto you and turn into the person they latched onto. Does that sound familiar? Oh, I,
2: um, boy, can I say this with the accent? <laughs> oh, there's a... Uh they they're usually very deep down, I mean they're they're the sort of level down that even my people don't go
3: oh well, those are what we encountered a lot of them.
2: Did you clear out the nest and the queen
3: so here's the thing um there was that very much sounds to me like a no. <laughs> There were a lot of <laughs> eggs. We were unaware that the, this is the first time hearing the, there being a queen of any sort. Um, now I'm thinking we might have to go back at some point because, well, that's a whole issue then because Falsum got half destroyed by those things.
2: Well, it doesn't sound too good.
3: No, um, <laughs> I'm glad you told me this. Wow, shame. Well, um,
2: yeah. well, there, there were, there were. There were many mirrored creatures down there. It's very surprising that they'd come up to the surface, though. That's not usually their. I mean, they're, you know, miles and miles underground, not just fairly close to. Well, to be fair, I've not really heard a dowry you note, know, but
3: it's a concern. Any idea what would make them come up?
2: <sighs> well, uh, well, there've been very powerful magical creatures down there that compel other creatures to work for
3: them. Uh, that's the only thing I could think of. Balance is, like, standing there, and it's, like, it's that meme of, like, all of the math numbers and all that stuff flying across (laughs) the screen. (laughs) I think we've lost... How do you reboot him? (laughs) You've given me a lot to think about. And I didn't need more added to my plate of thinking about. But better that I knew. All right. Um... (laughs) Well, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna continue
2: about on my patrol. You, you get yourself settled down and have a bit of a relax.
3: Uh, I don't think I'll be relaxing tonight, but thank you.
2: You're most welcome.
3: Balance is gonna go sit down on like the driver's seat of the cart mm-hmm. and just start meditating. And <laughs> oh man, does he have a lot to think about now?
2: No,
4: More balance.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> His brain's in overdrive.
2: Uh, okay. Um.
3: Oh fuck! No, I have to do the Zoltana thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> in a minute. Um, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. That's not a, it's not a problem. Uh, Raoul, uh, are you doing anything? Are you talking to anyone? Are you just gonna go curl up in bed and get some sleep, or are you gonna try and do something?
1: Uh, Raw works on his uh wood thing a little bit and uh at some point he'll uh lean over and talk to balance hey uh hey balance you awake (laughs) balance like starts
3: after a moment (laughs) I'm yes I'm
1: you said you don't sleep so
3: I just I I don't but I was kind of deep in
1: thought what's up sorry it's okay uh it's not important. What is it? Uh, you see, Raw like have like he has like that bag with the eye in it in his hand. I don't know what you guys want to do with this, but uh, it could sure help me out.
3: I had been giving some thought about that item, and I'm not entirely sure that it's worth any of us risking anything to use it we don't know the exact side effects that it could have
1: should they research it more maybe Demi knows something
3: that's my thought but
1: perhaps
3: not Demi
1: hmm Do you know someone else
3: No, but I've had a lot on my mind lately, and I'm still considering things. My opinion of Demi, and by extension her brother, has been changing the more and more I have been hearing of her. So I'm not entirely sure laying the... The eyeball of a fallen god at her feet is the best idea just yet.
1: Raal looks like he's considering, like all that you're saying about Demi and like weighing his trust.
3: Everything that we've been hearing about her, about how she, in some way, shape, or form, I guess, took over the Witcher Society, not really earned it concerns me just the same that it sounds like her brother did much the same and then on top of that there are things about it about her there's a darkness within her that I saw when I was looking at her aura a while back there are there there are pieces of the puzzle that aren't lining up Hmm.
2: question are you two being quiet quiet about this conversation in hushed voices are you just talking normally
3: we're in hushed voices, but not, like,
2: like we're not doing it like
3: this. We're just kind of talking in, like... like just talking normally, of, just slightly like quiet. Don't wake
1: okay. up your neighbor kind of...
3: Yeah, out. that kind <laughs> of... Like, like when you're at a sleepover, <laughs> well, your friends are, like, on the couch next to you. Yeah. But, like, your you're one having, friend you're is still up. you having
2: a private-ish conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, uh, when you mention about there being a dark presence in her aura, um, Jen looks up... Well, she doesn't even look up from her book. She's still, like, reading her book, and she just says... You consider that she's a warlock.
3: Oh, what? Balance raises an eyebrow and turns through and says, You know, that is one of the things I'd been considering.
2: It's just warlocks. She closes her book and looks up at you. Because um, I assume, basically, I assume you was sitting up on the cart thing and she's basically sitting on the ground near the bar. Yeah. Um, she kind of looks up at you and she says, <sighs> Sorry, I need to. Okay. So, warlocks. They make deals with well anything, really. I mean typically one makes a deal with a devil or a demon or something from Bellum or but you can make a deal with anything. You can make I met a person who once made a deal with tear and they had a part of tear embedded in their in their makeup their soul, whatever you want to call it. Um, she could be one of those.
3: I'm not so sure. She, at one point, had told me that she was keeping something contained. If it is a pact, then it's not your conventional one. Can you describe her? Uh, I, I have some. Well, I have many years of magic knowledge. Um, Me, Arch, doesn't remember all the details, but Balance would. So, I'm Balance lays out.
2: Okay, I will give her an arcana check. She does know a lot. Funny enough, being trained in arcana. Oh, that's a good roll.
3: I like that. I like good rolls. Means it wasn't me rolling.
2: (laughs) It wasn't roll 20. (laughs) Oh, that's a damn good roll. It's
1: 29.
2: What? Um (laughs) What the fuck?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I know Demi's grandmother's <laughs> middle name.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, I made a pact to with her too. He <laughs> pact to the grandma.
3: <laughs> she knows everything. She's one point away from God level knowledge. Um, oh my god, pact to the grandma. Eldritch Blast turns into Eldritch cookies. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now I wanna figure out a way to cook Eldritch cookies.
3: Fuck yeah. Purple chocolate chip cookies.
4: Done. Done, and they'll all have tentacles coming out
2: of them. I'm going to figure this out. Boy, the first TLD cookbook. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we're going to move away from the cooking channel to uh, what's going on. as, as you begin describing the things that you saw with Demi's aura, all the times you've seen, all the way that it's reacted, uh, the you know basically everything you've ever seen her aura do, uh, the way her eyes change, all this good stuff. As you're talking, she puts her book down and begins to like pace up and down. You can see that she's thinking and rolling through her memories. And when you finish, she continues walking and pacing for a bit longer. And she looks up at you and says, <sighs> I might be a little too... Too source to make this make sense would um, you
3: like me to now make you
2: no okay. uh, I've chosen to live this way this time so I'm doing it
3: That's, all right.
2: from the sounds of it sounds like she's definitely a warlock she has innate magic in her which is the the colouring in her eye And when that changes colour, that sounds like the other entity has a bit more control of her actions. It sounds like when she was talking to your little squat dude friend, whatever his name is, that her aura shifted to mostly be her. I think that's her taking control. But the aura, the darkness you're describing doesn't sound... I mean, with the border thing that you were talking about, her containing something, it may not be... That may not be her darkness. That may not be her pact she's holding onto. I would need to see her to know for sure, but I think she's holding a darkness that she didn't make a deal with.
1: Pretty sure she took that pact for her brother. Yeah, something like that.
2: I, I, I need to examine her to know for for sure. But this is kind of what you're describing. I mean. If, if it was as intense uh, darkness as you describe, then there are very few things that can subdue that. And talking to someone you care about is, is one such. So I, I think this is what you're describing. I think it's not a demon or a, an Efreet. Afri- I think you're talking much higher up the food chain.
3: That would make sense when she was around her brother she seemed to calm down very quickly whenever she made contact with him.
2: Did her brother have something the same?
3: Not that I recall.
2: I don't think you ever did an oral reading on her brother.
3: No. I don't think I ever delved that deep into him. And now I'm starting to think I should have. There are things that don't add up and it's starting to... Concern me.
2: Being concerned is right. I'm sorry. I very much interrupted a conversation. I'm going to go back and read.
3: You two have fun. No, you're very helpful. I appreciate it.
2: You're welcome. (laughs) 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 She sits down and opens her book again.
1: (laughs) I I was just wondering if... You guys had plans for it or something. It would just save me a lot of hassle. Um, we'll uh, look into it. Just curious. Jens?
2: This time you can hear the old, like... I'm just like snapping of a book and she looks up.
3: <laughs> Sorry, if you... How about... I will give you ten gold right now. Four... If you could take a look at something and in depth tell us what sort of fuckery it's going to do if we use it. Because it seems that every time that somebody tells us what it does, they don't tell us about the bad things it does. They just tell us about the kind of things. I'm
2: going to stop you right there. Okay. I am not an identifier of items. You need someone very specific with that specific skill set. I don't. I'm not an identifier.
3: Fuck. Alright, well, worth a try. Welcome. I appreciate, you know, thank you. It has been a night. My head is swimming. I might not be in the best of uh, conditions to be talking right now. You okay? Well, have you ever had somebody tie a rope to each of your limbs, including your tail and your head, and just start pulling in every direction? Just my head that one time. Imagine that feeling. <laughs> but every limb. That's essentially what it feels like right now for me in my head. And the problem is, is that as drowning as I am in this information, there are still more things that I need to deal with right now. I have to make sure that Zoltana doesn't get jumped by the Sandman in her sleep and have to see if I can get any more further information from Odette while I'm there. And Marnak, I need to have a talk with you.
2: Uh, You just get the, like, mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm. The feeling of,
3: like, yes, I'm sure. Um, Mm.
2: Okay. Uh, Cool. Cool.
3: you can tell right. Balance has like deep bags under his eyes. Like he doesn't sleep, but like he's got like that, like "fuck my life." I have so much shit going on.
1: Yeah, Raw looks a little bit like taken aback for just a second. He's like, "Uh, okay. Uh, well, I'm I'm here if you need anything." Emotional support would be
3: really Aww. helpful.
5: All
1: right. What do you need? You, you need a hug. Sure. Uh, I guess ra will come up and sit with you because I imagine like Raw's in the back of his cart uh, 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 the cart like talking at you from the back and you're up front and he'll, like, it's, it's, a, and it's a covered you cart front. so
2: if you sat at the back you wouldn't be able to see him oh okay it's a proper like RV type RC
1: <laughs> so you'd have to be up front sitting with him cool yeah will I guess just like <laughs> laid down across the bench and like put his head in your lap
3: aww okay
4: <laughs> it's disgusting how cute you guys are. Ral, just, just
3: don't, please don't drool on me. Ralance. No,
2: Hashtag Ralance. Hey. Ralance. Puts a little bit of his hoodie under his mouth so that you don't. Um, <laughs> okay, after that cute and adorable scene. Um, so, Ral, uh, at some point you are probably going to be going to bed. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you go to bed. Is there anything special we do? We're just like, I'm going <laughs> to.
1: Falls asleep in Dallas's lap. Uh, yeah, I mean he will.
2: Oh, okay. That's that's even more adorable. He does,
1: yeah, he doesn't have anything else to do. So yeah, he'll
2: Do you not Yeah, it's even more adorable. Okay, you fall asleep in his in his lap. Uh it's not particularly cold out tonight. Um I mean the the weather is beginning to turn, but it's not like freezing. This is probably like one of the you're in that in that rough period where it is about to get really, really cold, but you can you can probably get away with sleeping outside for a bit. Um so, Tanya, you're sleeping outside as well, aren't you?
4: I am. I'm sleeping on Karuna. Okay.
2: Um, <laughs> this is so dumb. Everyone except Jen's is sleeping outside for whatever reason. Uh, Jen goes inside after about an hour or two because, you know, she's beginning to like fall against things. You hear the clinking of bottles and the cursing and swearing as she gets inside the, the car and bounces around for a bit and then it goes suspiciously quiet in there like teenage like uh, like uh, toddlers when they suddenly go really quiet like they've done something uh, this is basically how she is um okay in that case uh, if you're trying to do the uh dream walking yep. um I need you to make your role please
3: remind me it has been a well, long time
2: I phrased it that way because I thought that you'd hopefully remember but clearly not um okay so I'm gonna make you make an intellect check because okay. I believe that's what we did before. Sounds about Um, right. I'm not, I'm going to keep the bar still pretty high because it's not a normal thing to do. You're trying to. It's not an exact science. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're trying to do this whilst meditating, which is the equivalent of a dream state. You're trying to do a dream state within a dream state. Like you're inceptioning this shit so hard. Um, Okay. So make an intellect roll. I feel like Um, you just
3: defined balance. Yes. (laughs) Inception within inception. Uh, 13. So definitely. That's going to fail, I'm afraid. Yeah, I figured. Um, Thanks roll 20. Good to be home. Good to be home.
2: Uh Zoltana, what are you yes. what are you
4: dreaming of? Um I don't know. Why don't you tell me what I'm dreaming of? Cuz you're in control your of that shit. No,
2: she'll dream. We always start these dream sequences whatever you guys are dreaming. Um she's
4: dreaming of
2: a white um.
1: Christmas.
2: Yeah, you're dreaming of the time when it snowed up in the temple. Uh, you guys were quite high up in the mountains anyway, so it's like always really cold. But this time it was snowing. Um, sure. You see, you see all of your companions. Uh, even Elise is there, and she didn't really join you guys too much. Much later, um, like it's just you guys talking up there. Um, And you get that that, that pervasive feeling like someone is trying to talk to you. Do you want to fail the wisdom throw? Yeah. I'm going to assume you do. Yeah. (laughs) You can tell who this is. Um, As you guys are talking and and sort of like, you know, you become conscious that you're dreaming Um, and you see an Odette's hand reaches out and takes yours and takes a, a step away. And the other three keep talking as if you guys were there. This is a bit odd and a bit strange you know that you're being taken partially out of the dream and uh, Adet is there and she's she's kind of like she looks worried okay uh, I'm gonna hug her she hugs you back <laughs> she leans down a little bit but she hugs you back um oh. and she says Benno and Elise they're they're here somewhere
4: Here is in where you actually are
2: no they're they're in Elkin Marsh somewhere I made contact with Benno he um he told Elise and he, he has her and they're they say they read maybe like a day or two out from me
4: okay well we're on our way
2: are you okay? I'm not gonna be okay until you're okay uh, she puts her hand on your face and just like like rubs her nose against yours um, and she just gives you a big smile she says I knew you were going to come. Of course. I have to go. I have to go. I can hear people moving. And with that, she just dissolves. Just drops, to my, drops to her knees. The dream, probably a couple of minutes later, resumes its natural pace. Um, like you begin to forget that you're in a dream and you continue having this conversation with your three cohorts as if Adette was there and joining in the memory. And the following morning you wake up knowing that you've had contact, but not knowing what was real and what wasn't exactly.
4: Well, what about balance? Balance
2: didn't make your dream. Aw. Sorry. It's experimental. Yep, it's experimental, let's say that in the least. That's um,
4: okay. I got sorry. to see my I got to see
2: my wife. Yeah, she did the news boop. <laughs> Noose <News> boop. <laughs> boop. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, Balance, you didn't really manage to uh join in too much there. Sorry about that. Um,
3: that's fine. When that right, fails, then um, I'm gonna start uh talking <laughs> with Marnak. Yeah,
2: okay. Yeah, that's a good way to finish. Yep, yeah, okay. Um, in your meditative state, you realise that you just can't. You're just too distracted right now by all the wealth of information that just got dumped on you. Um, uh, so you find it very difficult to go join Zoltana in her dream. But you do manage to, like second nature, like breathing, you go into that clear, quiet space with Manak. Um you find yourself in that kind of like tight circle of whiteness um, and he, he steps into it after a short, short period of time.
3: I've been putting off a conversation that you and I need to have. And with the next couple of days up in the air, I feel like I need to get it done now while there's time and while I can remember, of course, what are we doing? What is the plan? What is your plan? We get the pieces together. We bring you back. Who is the enemy? Who are we fighting? Why do we need this army? What is... I feel like we don't even know what it is that we're fighting against.
2: He paces a little. And he says, When the gods broke me into pieces. The god Savras had just ascended. He came to them with a prophecy, a vision of the future. He saw a dark cloud rushing towards Bikron, the existence of Bikron, a threat that would end gods, destroy our existence, all of the planes of our existence. He saw the gods destroyed and burnt. He saw the sentinels being absorbed, much like the god Ferrati notes from her place mention There is something big coming that will eat our existence. It doesn't matter whether you are a blade of grass or the sentinels that hold this world together. It's coming. I don't know yet how to defeat it, except that I was powerful enough at the time that God saw it fit to keep me as an option to help stand and face it when it does. I don't know its name. Savras didn't know. I don't know when it's coming, except that it's clearly near, if gods are dying. I don't know what your place is in this. Once I'm reassembled, I don't... I don't know. I don't have all the answers yet. I can't investigate what this is, I... No offence, I'm stuck with you.
3: Balan smiles slightly at that. He smiles too. Well, that's more than I had to begin with. I feel like there are so many variables, so many question marks in all of this. It makes it hard to figure out where my place, where all of our places are, on a chessboard that is ever-changing.
2: There is a chance, Vance, that I might not even be needed in this final fight. You and your friends are strong. You've had 5,000 years of existence. Elves, dwarves, humans, halflings, tieflings, dragonborn. Changed. Become more powerful than we were in my day.
3: Balance is shaking his head
2: you'll get powerful one day. you really are. Doing things that I never even dreamed of.
3: It's the same as I had told Kesa earlier. It's not about the individual. It's about the whole. As it stands right now, society, anywhere in this world right now, is weak. You have civil war between the elves and the dwarves. Teetering on the drop of a hat before they are at each other's throats, I feel. The dawn to the south, they're, I don't want to say savage in their rule, but it's very vulgar, very aggressive. We are separated from Kino, and as we've seen, The people from there are just that, they're people. We just decided to separate ourselves from them. The dragonborn, we knew nothing of, and they're off on their own island. The orcs, the same thing. If there really is strength among the current generations, it is far divided and not to be of a use until they can be unified. And I think that's part of why I was terrified of that mirror. The pressure of trying to unite the races just in general is terrifying. But if that kind of burden falls to me, I fear that's not something that was is within my power. I am but one person.
2: You said it yourself earlier. It's not about the individual this won't necessarily fall just to you and if it does who says it has to say just you have two very interesting companions (laughs)
3: they
2: have a different outlook on life I may not always be here to help you and I may not always be helpful but As for what we're actually fighting in the end. Until I can operate independently, I cannot research this. And with... Sabras gone... our... look into the future is gone. Our early warning system. I hate to think who they've destroyed next.
3: Well, I guess we're about to find out.
2: I fucking hate you. <laughs> I think that's a great way to end
3: this, I <laughs> fucking hate you.
2: Whoa.
3: Who just left? Neil just left the
2: call. <laughs> Rip, Neil. I need to leave too. I think we need to call that the end of the episode. I can't. I can't even. No. Uh. No. I'm gonna hit... Hello there, I'm homo. Nice to meet you all. Uh, my new bosses seem pretty interesting, don't they? Well, hopefully they get to live long enough to, you know, see me and my colleague, as she likes to call herself, being paid. Well, that's a dream, innit? Anyway, if you want to continue hearing their adventurers, uh, it be pretty good if you could probably help them out a little bit. They've got this little thing that they call a Patreon. Uh, just have a look for that. It's a good way to support them get your names at the end of episodes like and uh, help name wonderful people like myself and my other companion be awesome if you could help we could hear more adventures and thanks to those patron providers you get to hear a wonderful episode in probably a few days where we begin our adventures over in Kino. sounds like a good deal to me well if you ever want to talk to people like us probably find yourselves out on twitter that sort of place wherever you know what twitter is twitter Tweet, twit whatever there's a bird like thing you can get hold of them it's, uh you'll be able to find them at Pod. all right hopefully we'll see you next episode
0: bye hello we're the cast of prism pals a family-friendly dungeons and dragons podcast featuring an all lgbtq cast
3: our story follows a group of unlikely heroes in a broken world filled with diverse people.
2: Episodes released bi-weekly wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Prison
0: Pals for more information. Fate, speak through me. Allow me to tell these people what they must know, what the future holds. Let me tell them that which will save them.
5: What does feminism mean to you?